It's time for Mama Bear Donita on the Mama Bear Cancer Support Radio Podcast. Welcome to The Sharing Den, where we share cancer stories, products, and information to support anyone going through the journey. We will be there for you. We will be there with you. Now, welcome Mama Bear Donita. Hi, this is Donita Mama Bear, and today I want to talk about what it looks like when it's falling apart. And sometimes, no matter what you do, life just falls apart. Maybe you knew it was coming. Maybe you've been on probation for something. Maybe you're in a trial separation. Maybe you're terminally diagnosed with a disease. Maybe you know you're about to you're enter bankruptcy. Or maybe it fell out of the sky, like you were a reduction in force. You went into work, you put your coffee down, you got a call, then you no longer had a job. Um, you were in an accident. Uh, there, your house caught on fire. I mean, there's a variety, there's an endless list of things that could have just all of a sudden gone wrong. Um, and then maybe, maybe you are somewhat relieved that maybe it's falling apart in a strange way. Maybe it's a the end to something. You you get answers. Regardless, it doesn't matter. It's falling apart. And what do you do? You can't just fix it. You can't snap your fingers or wiggle your nose and it be fixed. That's a bewitched um, reference. Probably, unless you're my age, you may not know what that is. But, um, you know, sometimes falling apart, we put it off, we put it off and we're like, no, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And it happens. And I can tell you, I'm the queen of life falling apart the last two years. And I have been, I'm not mastered everything, nor do I think I'm an expert on anything. I just had this innate desire to not have anybody go through anything unnecessarily. And if I can help say something that might help you get through something, that's my goal. Cause I'm an educator at the end of the day and I just can't let that go. But regardless, it's falling apart. What do you do? Well, my dear sweet friend, Marie, she's also on my team. She's writes a lot of my social media and things like that. Genius. She had an answer for me when my life was falling apart um, in November of, of last year. I sat on the floor in the closet and I was crying and she called and she said, what is wrong? And I kind of went through the spiel of what was wrong. And she said, you know, the power is in the response. And it was like, she had handed me $8 billion in a chariot, everything I'd ever wanted. It was the best answer I've ever received at anything. So I always like to give her credit. Power is in the response. How you respond physically, emotionally, spiritually is all in your control. Maybe not the second you get the news, if it's like shocking news or you know news you don't wanna necessarily deal with, but yes, it is in con- your control and you can train your mind. Maybe not in five minutes, but you can absolutely train your mind to do this. So I'm going to give you a little hint of, um, I said I've been through a lot the last two years. But it's, who am I kidding? It's been like 10 years, but really intense the last two years. And just to make you feel like I, I kind of have an idea um, and I have dealt with something the last two years. Um, my husband was laid off of his job. We watched, we were my caregiver to my mother-in-law as she passed away. She literally died in my husband's arms. We watched that. Um, we moved across the country. We left a house that's still there. 
um, unable to sell and, you know, turned it into an Airbnb, which has its own set of problems. And, you know, just uh, our adult children live with us and my daughter-in-law lives with us. And, you know, <laughs> these are all wonderful things that make me so happy, also make me crazy. So, you know, I felt like my life was falling apart a lot lately. I've been diagnosed with five can with cancer five times. And while people are like, oh, that's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. But you, I had no choice. I had to deal with it. And each time I knew it was falling apart, I've handled it in different ways. And up until this point, they were not successful ways. So I feel like through my trial and errors, I would like to share with you so you can avoid the trial and errors. So this is super easy. Get a little piece of paper and jot down the word power and put P-O-W-E-R down vertically so that you can write some stuff out to the side because that educator and me, and I must have been in school during the time when acronyms were really, really popular. I am, I'm definitely, I hope acronyms is the right word. I definitely um, want to share this with you because this could be a much, much longer podcast. And I'm just hitting the ice, tip of the iceberg here. I'm just giving you something to chew on and think about so that you learn how to begin to have the power of the response in your court. court, court. Sorry. So this is like the cliff note version and um, it soon will be available online, more of a in-depth version and things like that. That's what I do. I coach people for survivorship and part of surviving is surviving something that fell apart, regardless if it's cancer oriented or not, it doesn't matter. So back to power. P is pause. Pause. Just take a breath. And give it a second. Nothing is going to change if you respond very quickly or very slowly. It will not change the outcome. Well, it might change the outcome if you do it really quickly. So let's, let's do it slowly. Pause. The P is pause. Whatever that means to you. I just take a breath. I had to count in the very beginning. I had to count to like, first I had to count to 30 because I'm <laughs> quick to respond. And then I had to down to, you know, 30, 20, 10. Now I'm just take a breath. And I evaluate. If I don't make a, a decision in the next five seconds, will I die? Okay, no. Well, then give me a minute. So, pause. The O stands for own. Own your response. Um, I want you to own the, the fear or the problem at the moment. Block out denial. I mean, obviously this is not going to be um, something that you can do if you're it, like, it's a fight or flight situation. I'm not talking about those situations. I'm talking about situations where you do have a chance to pause and um, respond. Don't worry about how you're supposed to respond. That doesn't matter. You're going to pause, take a breath, and then you're going to own it. And you're going to say, okay, you're going to identify your fear at that moment. What is your fear? And then the W is work it. Yes, you're going to work out the fear. You might physically work out a fear by going on a walk or a run. Me personally, I'm a runner. Like, if, like literally that when my mother-in-law was actually dying, like really dying, I just bolted out the door and ran for like five miles. And I'm, I'm not a runner. So, but I am a runner. <laughs> I'm finding out when situations like this, this is repetitively what I do. I, I like if, if it gets too rough and too hard, too quick, I'm out that door. And then I want you to emotionally work it. Like praise yourself for taking a moment. Praise yourself 
for owning, identifying, and then, and then working on it. Spiritually, you can work on it. You can pray. You can meditate. You're working on identifying what is causing your fear right then and there when it's falling apart. Is it the fear that it's really happening? Well, that is you working through denial. Is it the fear that something terrible is going to happen? You need to sit and think it through. Pause, own it, work it. The E is evaluate. You identify exactly what has made your stomach turn. What has made it fall apart? What is happening? Now, this is not for the weak, or this is not for people who are not, if denial is your go-to, then this isn't gonna work for you. You're going to have to accept that you can't deny what is going on right now. You evaluate, you acknowledge, you feel it. Okay, I'll give you an example. Um, I think I've mentioned this a couple of times. Um, my diagnosis with, my third diagnosis would have been a second ovarian cancer. And when he told me, you have, your cancer is back, even though they tell me, it'll never, ever, ever come back. Nope, 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 will not come back. We're just going to do a partial hysterectomy and remove that part. Your other side looks great. Not a true story. The other side turned not great, and they had to do a full hysterectomy. And when I went back in, I had an idea that something was going on. I could tell my body was doing something weird. And my hair, my hair, that's my telltale sign. My hair falls out. Not like just a general like piece of hair in your food or whatever, or like on the floor. Big pieces, like giant pieces of, of clumps of hair come out not balding, but like just a good amount where it's normal, where, you, where it's not normal, where you're like, oh, that's more than normal. That's my telltale sign that I've got some cancer going on. It's taking me five diagnoses to figure it out, but I figured it out. So when you're evaluating it, you're acknowledging it. Um, oh, what I did with my, my diagnosis that he told me it's back. I remember sitting there. <sighs> okay. So talk to me, tell me what we do now. What's the next step? He went on to tell me we would do a full um, hysterectomy and I would not have any further radiation or chemo, which was like a joy to me. Like surgery was like, oh cool, I can do that. Like um, <laughs> little did I know um, that, you know, uh, chemo radiation wasn't involved. So I was super excited. So I, I paused, I owned it. And then I, I felt the fear creeping up in me from my stomach all the way to about right here. And that's when my voice kind of gets a little shaky and I, my eyes water up and I, I told, I wanted to bolt out the door, but I couldn't cause I was sitting in a, you know, I wasn't all the way dressed. So I couldn't just bolt out the door. Although I probably could have, if I would have been able to, I emotionally felt my hands get wet and I started wringing my hands and I just, I, I thought, okay, I'm wringing my hands and I'm concentrating more on wringing my hands and I'm listening. So I'm going to put, I'm going to sit on my hands and I'm going to listen. So I was already aware of kind of how I respond because I've had a couple of chances to see how I respond. And then I evaluated, okay, well, I only have two ovaries. So if one's gone and, and that's gone and this one's going to be gone, then my cancer will be gone. Okay. So the next, the next step after pausing, own it, uh, work it, evaluate it, then I responded with just what I said. I said, okay, well, let's make an appointment with the oncologist. I already had a relationship with him and let's move this forward. I wanted to do this as quickly as possible. And so I got in the car and um, 
you know, I reached for my phone to call my husband and I, I sat there for a minute and I was like, okay, I'm going to have to face this. I've got it again. I can do it. I'm going to, it's going to suck, but I can do it and I'm going to be okay. And I'm going to make this phone call and I'm going to be powerful. But before I make my phone call, I'm going to do the things that help me respond, my tool chest. And when you open my tool chest, and I just did a podcast on this, um, I have, I do things like ground myself. And as I'm grounding myself, I understand, um, you know, I ground myself, I find my, I find out, I find my inner energy and I find my inner sanctuary and I go there because that's a very, very safe place that where I don't hear any bad news and I can handle everything. So once I mentally get in that place, I distract myself. I get there and then I distract myself. I'll go on a walk. I absolutely have to be outside when I have bad news. I don't know why. Like today it's snowing. I'm actually watching snow. And if I got a call today that said something terrible, I would walk outside in the snow. When my mother-in-law died, it was 22 degrees and I had shorts on because it was really hot in the house. And uh, I, I walked out that door and I stayed outside for like three hours in shorts in 22 degrees. I didn't know. I didn't feel it. Um, but I really, I ground myself. I distract myself. I take care of myself. I have this toolbox that I use. I, I keep crystals on me. I keep, um, um, so I'm going to share. I, my sign is rainbows. They've been rainbows has been my sign for since I was a little bitty girl. And if I see a rainbow or it like, it's the weirdest thing that I have the shirt on, but it's the weirdest thing that like, if, if you don't realize how many rainbows are around you all the time, to me, that's a sign that my angels are around and that I'm okay. I'm not a particularly religious person, but I'm a spiritual person. And I will, I will go to my angels and just say, hold me now. I can't hold myself. And um, I'm always held up. So I believe in my tool chest. And then um, I always reason and talk to myself. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I know I probably should be admitted somewhere, but I really, uh, I really do talk to myself out loud. And um, <laughs> I didn't realize how much I did it until I moved back in with my children. They're like, mom, you're, why are you always talking to yourself? And I'm like, oh, I spent a lot of the time alone in the past. And I guess that is way. So I am trying to be aware that maybe I don't need to say everything out loud. Um, it's just a way to cement it in my head that it's not a passing thought. If I say it out loud, then I grab it and I, I hold on to it and I do the things that, that I own it and I work through it. So, um, you know, these, this is just a glimpse of what to do when it's falling apart. This is just a glimpse of how to not fall apart because there, there has been times, and I, I think it's important for you guys to know, there's been times where I laid in the bed and that was my way of handling it. I couldn't handle it. I just laid there and life just went by and um, nothing changed. No, none of my problems got solved. So I had to rise up and do it. And, and I found my way. I, I did. I, I found my way. I, I did try to commit suicide and I, I attempted to. And thank goodness I wasn't successful because I had reached bottom. And I'm just so grateful that a little voice inside me said, wake up. And, and uh, now I am able to use the knowledge that I have to hopefully, hopefully if one person hears it and they feel better, that's my goal. I, I just want to help people feel like they're not alone in survivorship and help people feel like they're not alone when dealing with fear or when your life starts, looks like it's about to fall apart. So um, just to recap, then, you know, the word power, 
Um, pause, take a breath, own it, work it, evaluate it, and respond. So hopefully that helps. I hope you have a fantastic day. And this is Mama Bear on the Donita Mama Bear podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next time, thank you for joining Mama Bear Donita.